Hey y'all, this is your girl Sakara. It's another episode of Sakara Why. This is season four, the parenting season where we're talking about our parents, our parenting, our parenting styles, our everything. You know, we've covered a lot of topics. We have a lot more topics to cover also in the next two weeks. I think I have two more weeks in July. Um, and then we will move into the, our friendship episode because some of y'all friends is trifling. But we'll get to that later. Let's focus on our parents. They be trifling too. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Um, so I wanted to talk to you guys today about um, discipline. How are you disciplined? Okay. And I can't speak for everybody else's household, um, but... I'm, I can speak about what I see and what I've experienced. And I'm just curious to know why. The question today is, why are we beating our kids? And why do we discipline them in such an aggressive way? I guess, I guess that's my question um, to you guys. So now this this one is tricky for me. So even before I became a parent, there were some things that I didn't like when I saw other parents do. Like, I didn't like to see, um, or hear rather, I didn't like to hear people use profanity around their children because I wasn't raised that way. I didn't like to hear people, absolutely didn't like to hear people use profanity at their children. Like, F you, you little b-. Like, that to me was wild. Like, really, y'all just really out here cursing your kids out like that? And I think the reason why I feel so passionately about that is because if they are to think that the person in this world who is their safest space, who loves them the most, can speak to them with such degrading and harmful language. You know how they say, like, if you had a plant, hear me out, follow me. Y'all know I'd be going, you know, I'd be going off. So, you know how they say, like, if you have a plant, but if you tell the plant every day, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, the plant grows. But if you tell a plant every day, I hate you, F you, da, da, da. and although you might say like, those are just words, we make up words, we make up meaning, we assign me, but we know that, that, um, just even the, cause if you ever had one of them bowls where you hit the side, bong, and then you, around the side of the bowl, <laughs> I don't know how y'all listen to this podcast every week, <laughs> you know the bowl I'm talking about, I can't think of the name of it right now, but you hit it, bong, you'll see that sound waves can move things the same way that speaking to someone or someone's voice can calm you or agitate you. So even though we assign our own meaning to words, when we say them with a certain vibration, it ignites something inside of a person. And that can be fear, how like someone's voice makes you afraid or how someone's voice makes you feel warm or comforted. So when we use our voice as a weapon towards our children, even if we feel like, oh, he's getting on my nerves or I'm aggravated because I'm guilty. I know one thing I always say that I wish that I had more control over was my volume because I'll be going off and Kayan is in the next room. So he can attack. He can tell you. I, I'm a screamer. Um, and my brother used to call me Aretha Franklin because when I'm upset, you get you get I'm going deep in the belly <laughs> to, to scold you. OK, um, but that it does do something to us. Um, but those and, and imagine that's just words. That's just telling a plant that you don't love it. And that plant is your baby, obviously. I mean, y'all got that analogy, right? OK, so <laughs> but imagine 
And they say this to spoil the rod is to spoil the child. And I think that that is an interesting thing to think about because what I have come to accept and acknowledge is that I want to spoil my child. I want him spoiled rotten like milk. <laughs> and not in a negative way. I mean, I'm, I'm teaching him how to be a good person and how to be kind and compassionate and respectful of his elders. And, you know, that comes through trials and tribulations is not always pretty. Um, but I do want him to understand that he is worthy and deserving of the best that all that life has to offer. So maybe I will spare the rod to spoil my child. And he he be, he gets me up there. It's so funny because one day I was at work and I was like, something, something, something. Yeah, because Kayan going to get popped. And um and the girl at work, white woman, the girl at work, she was like, popped? What is that? And I'm like, you know, you know, pop. Like, and I had to like show her like pop. And she was looking at me like I have never heard that term before in my life. So I don't know if that's a cultural thing. But I am really curious to know, like, why would we be beating our kids? Imagine you're having a conversation with somebody. Let's say it's you and your boyfriend, you and your husband, you and your spouse, you and your wife, you and your, whether you're a man or woman, you and your wife, you and your significant other, y'all sitting, y'all having a conversation. Y'all are disagreeing. Maybe the person wants you to do something. You don't want to do it. Could you go get me a glass of water? Nah, I don't want to get you a glass of water. Seriously, go get me a glass of water right now. I said, I don't want to get you a glass of water. Bang. Knocks you right upside your head. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Just like to show you. And this and this is not it's actually really not funny because this is happening in a lot of households, unfortunately, where someone is trying to exert dominance and control over another person through a physical action. But it seems outrageous to then turn around and say, I love you more than anything else. And this is how people get Stockholm syndrome. So do we really want our children respecting us because we abuse them and because they have nowhere else to go and because they cannot survive without us? Like, is that really what we want? Is that the only way that we're able to form respect? And let me use a different example. Let's say you're at work because I think this is a better uh, dynamic. This is actually more closely related. School and work is actually a lot more closely related to the household with parents. Let's say... You're at work and your boss, who you're supposed to respect, who you're supposed to listen to, comes up to you and says, um, hey, hey, I need you to make three copies of this piece of paper. And you say, OK, I'm going to do it. I just can't do it right now. And then your boss said, I need you right now because I have a deadline to make three copies of this piece of paper. Stop everything that you're doing and make the copies. And you say, heard you. Not doing it, okay, because I'm busy. I'm doing something else, which you have every right to do, right? You have every right to say that to your boss because you're an adult, right? All, because for some reason we think being an adult is the, is the only time in your life when you're able to say what you can and cannot do. Isn't that interesting too? We'll talk about that. Hold up. And then your boss says, make the copies right now or else I'm, I'm going to write you up. I'll put you on probation. So he's, he start with a warning, right? Put you on, um, acad uh, not academic probation, but I'm putting you on probation. I'm going to give you a write-up. Take this as a verbal warning. And you say, I said I'm going to do it when I get to you. You come back with a little back sass because now she's trying to come at you. She's trying to come at you crazy. So then um, she's like, oh, you're not going to make the copies? Bong. Knocks you upside the head. <laughs> like, what would you do? What would you do in that situation? Now your boss has knocked you upside the head. Is, is, I mean, 
you are dependent on that person for employment to pay you so that you can feed your family. The I think the key difference here is that you have the ability to leave that job. You have recourse. You can say you hurt me and now I'm suing you or now we're fighting or now, you know what I mean? I'm willing to hit you back. Like you have options. What options do your children have if they decide that they don't want you to treat to hit, to treat them that way? And they, um, and I don't know. I'll have to ask Kayan because he is here. Um, Kayan, would you like to come on my podcast really quickly? Um, because I think that <laughs> just so random. I'm sorry, but I'm just curious to know his perspective on this. So mommy's talking about like, um, people hitting their kids when they're doing something. He got to see his face. <laughs> his face was like, what people out here hitting their kids. He doesn't, we don't, I don't really do violence, but I scream. Right. So why does it bother you? Or how do you feel if mommy is screaming at you? So I don't really like when you scream at me. It, I get emotional. I start to cry. It's because, like, I don't like when people scream at me. It's like, I don't like when people, like, are, like, loud, but, like, super loud. And they're telling me something that that I have to be told, but don't really want to be told. So, do, do you ever feel like she's, like, um, mommy's upset, but... I know that she loves me. Like, do you ever forget why I'm doing that? Like, oh, but I know that she loves me. She cares about me. I never forget. I, I know that you love me. Okay. But do you, does it ever feel like abusive or how does... No, not abusive. Okay. Um, you're like doing something that you have to do. Okay. So that's interesting too. I think because his entire life, that's how he's been treated. He feels like that's something he has to do. What if someone else not mommy what if um somebody at school or your teacher spoke to you that same way somebody who is trying to teach you and someone who you know loves you respects you trying to do what if your teacher was screaming at you the same way your mom screams at you i'm I'm his mom (laughs) well speak up well i would be like like i would be the same way but like different um I would say like I would be confused but know what she's trying to do at the same time so do you think it's okay for your teacher to scream at you the way your mom screams at you no so what's the like how do you know the difference how can you tell the difference if if we both care about you if we're both trying to get you to do something why is it not okay why is it only okay for your parents to scream at you or your grandma or something but not okay for your teacher to scream at you no i'm saying it's well it's tricky <laughs> it's tricky it's a lot lots of process at seven <laughs> um, would you come and tell mom would like would you yes, come home and I tell would. me yeah because because what what would your mother do if she comes come to my school and do what fight <laughs> 
<laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I know I don't miss it. I don't miss the opportunity to come to school and tell somebody about this stuff. Don't treat my baby bad, okay? I don't miss the opportunity to go nowhere. Who is mommy afraid of? Nobody. Not a soul. Not when it comes to my baby. <laughs> All right, boo. Thank you so much for that. For popping into my podcast with your cute little face. Thank you. Bye, boo. All right. So, yeah, um, I don't know. I just felt compelled to bring him in here because I was curious to know his perspective. Um, is my seven-year-old the same as other seven-year-olds? No, obviously. <laughs> um, but from their point of view, I don't see the, what we do to a child the way we treat them verbally, physically, emotionally. It creates a narrative or an idea of what life is supposed to be like for them once they replicate the relationship. Because really what we do is we age, whether it be um, with our friends or with our partners, we try to replicate um, relationships that we had when we were younger. So, and that, that will come from your inner child. Um, so that can be trying to date somebody who looks just like your dad or trying to date somebody who cooks just like your mom or trying to be um, around people or have people in your circle that remind you of your relatives. And I don't want him to seek someone who will not speak to him with kindness. And I really, I know I'm really hard on myself and I beat myself up afterwards because I'm like, why am I a bad mom? Like, y'all don't understand. I'd be really like deep in my feelings. Like, I shouldn't have talked to him like that. Like, <laughs> like I'd be going through like, I, just, I shouldn't have talked talk to him like that. Um, and sometimes I feel like oh, I'm, I'm pr- trying to provide him with tough love. But why not just provide him with love? Is love not enough to raise him? Is love not enough? Does it have to be hard love? Um, and at seven, at six, at five, at four, are the children even capable of saying what I'm doing is upsetting her? Like he like he was saying, like, I know you're trying to teach me something, but are they able to really understand consequence? I read somewhere that you don't even, as adults, as adults, we struggle with consequence. Look how many people in jail. Well, not counting the black people because we don't even really be doing nothing. They be locking us up. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look how many people are unable to understand that you stop at the stop sign, that you wait your turn before you go, that the first car that arrives at a four-way stop is the ones that go. No, they just they just do it. Is it something in your brain that just says, screw the consequence, screw other people, I'm just going to do it. And that is as an adult. Now, we're talking about children whose brains are still developing and telling them that they have to understand the same rationale that we understand. That they have to be able to process consequence and they have to be able to process um, that every action has a reaction from somebody else. When honestly, we are supposed to be teaching them how they are meant to be taught as adults. Now, I do try to keep it real with him. I tell him all the time, like, some of the things that you get away with from me, the world is not going to be so kind. Okay? I'm just going to be honest with you. But I invite that kindness into your life. And I want you to know when something is other. I want you to know when the way someone is treating you is other than how you should be treated. And um, I think another thing that happens when we consistently abuse or use our hands to train our children or use harsh words to train our children, we no longer are the safe space. And that leaves a lot of children vulnerable to... um, being molested, 
that leaves a lot of, and, and I'm sorry, let me rephrase. I'm sorry. I'm going to take that back. Cause that's not true. That's not true. I take that back. It closes the door for them to come to you to tell you what their actual experiences have been because they think if I tell her this happened to me, or if I tell him this happened to me, he will be upset with me and I will be punished. So if for nothing else, leave the line of communication open with your children and make sure that it's healthy and that um, it's forgiving so that they can come and share their truth with you. Because as much as we want to protect our children and be with them at all times and everywhere that they are, it's impossible. So they're going to have experiences that they don't understand. But if they think that every time they make a mistake or every time I was really hands a little clumsy. Um, but every time he would drop something or trip or fall, or I would be like, God, like, ah, like you're messing up my perfect image of what I wanted my child to be. But he is perfect in every way in his, in his own way of just being himself. And I really had to come to terms with that involves all these nuances. And that also allowed me to accept that I am perfect as a parent, as his parent in every way. And that includes this whole level of growth and forgiveness that I have to lend myself and this space for me to be better every day or to acknowledge that I have fault. But that's just step one to then also rectify or fix or repair those faults. I'm very, oh, me and me and him, we talk like two adults. All right. Sometimes, sometimes, because I have to tell him sometimes like, look, Brody, I'm gonna just be real with you. The reason why I had to tell you off just now is because you did this and I'm human and humans don't like to be treated that way. Humans don't like to be spoken to that way. You're not just going to get this from me. You're going to get this from a bunch of people. I want you to understand why I did that. I also want to come back and apologize for doing that. I'm an apologizing mom. I say it all the time. Um, but yeah, so when, when I think about discipline and why we're here, I don't know if it's like a slave thing. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you really don't even re realize it, but you hate your own kids. Um, I remember bringing, I remember it being a situation where Kayan had a birthday party and a grown adult was jealous of his birthday party and tried to ruin it. An adult, an adult, he don't deserve this. He don't. And I was just like, wow, you are messed up. Like some, somebody has really hurt you or harmed you and you were not allowed to be the child you wanted to be. So now you want to take away my child's opportunity to be the child he's meant to be. Um, so don't, don't take away, don't have you seen my childhood. Y'all know that Michael Jackson. Don't Michael Jackson, your kids out here where they're looking for that childhood, that safe space, that Neverland Ranch. Don't do that to them. Cause we have, even if, even if your kid is 27, even if you're listening to this right now and your kid is 16 and y'all don't get along and y'all don't talk. Or even if you are the hurt child, even if you are the 30-year-old injured child right now, lend your parent, and this is hard, this is hard for me because like I've been saying this whole season, me and my dad have an interesting relationship, but I have to keep reminding myself that when he treats me like this, that is not him, the reasonable adult, it is coming from that injured child. So whatever lesson or love he did not receive at the time when he needed it, I'm now getting, you know, the short end of that. Now that I, I'm able to rationalize that now that I'm an adult, 
but it took me a really long time. My inner child is just now able to come to terms with that within the last year. Because every time it would happen to me, I was 10 again, or I was nine again. Every time it would happen to me, I was hurt just the same, Band-Aid ripped off. But just within the last, like our last go around, I said, okay, these, we are not two adults having two, an adult issue. We are two injured children, me looking for him to be somebody that he's not, and him looking for his parent to be someone they were not. So him treating me like a kid on the playground. But I had to decide, like, I don't have to be the injured child anymore. I can approach you like an adult. I can say, like, I see that you are hurt and you need healing. I don't have to allow you into my space while you're in that process. But I understand you and I forgive you. Oh, Lord. That even, I mean, I said that and it came up almost. It was hard even for me to just say that right now on the podcast. But. To say that I understand where you are. I forgive you for how you've treated me because I know it is not with the malicious intent that I feel. Because those are my feelings. But from my logical brain, I can see you are only giving me what was given to you. And it's not easy. And that's not to say I'm going to be calling him every day in Kumbaya. Because I'm not. We're not kikiing on the phone. However, I give him space to come back, the space, the space is there, it's big and it's open for him to change and for him to treat other people differently and for us to, to grow, hopefully, one day in the future. I allow that space because I know we so big, I'm cutting this person, I'm, I'm talking to my parents, I'm <laughs> everybody cut off, but you have to give somebody that space to receive the forgiveness because when you, when you harbor Ill, Ill feelings towards someone You think it harms them, but truly it harms you on an emotional, mental, and a physical level. So allow that person space. Allow yourself space to forgive them. And forgiveness is not like, oh, I forgive you and now everything is hunky-dory. It could just mean I forgive you based on my understanding of who and how you are. And I'm, I'm doing that not only to free you of the burden of my ill wishes, but also to liberate myself. Because I don't deserve to be caught up, caught up in your situation. I don't deserve that. So I'm giving it back to you. I'm, I'm giving it. It's yours. For give. Take it back. I'm giving it back to you. It is for you. Now you decide what you want to do with it. But I'm leading with love. Okay. That went all over the place. <laughs> my baby was on. I talked about my father. It's not even when I came on. Came on here to talk about discipline. Um, I mean, I would say spoil your child. Let's, let's, let's live our lives. As people, as young people, as black people, as evolving people, as healing people, as newfound understanding, let's live our lives out of abundance. Let's not live our lives out of lack. Oh, well, my child is spoiled. Is he hurting or harming anybody? No. So let's let's spare that ride. Let's, let's speak love and kindness. Let's speak love and kindness in ourselves. Let's treat our children the way that we would want to be treated and spoken to. Let's check ourselves at the door. Am I screaming at you because I'm frustrated because I didn't get a nap? Shoot, I, I can tell you, I'll be taking some naps. I'll be knocked out. Is it, am I screaming at you because I'm tired or I'm frustrated or because I'm not living my best life or because work is not working out for me or because my relationship is failing? Or is that why I'm I'm upset with you or being short with you? Or did you really, truly do something terrible? Is this, and think about that when you, before you go off on your kid, 
is this the worst thing that you could have done? Did you just really do the work? Would I treat another adult this way? Would I treat someone I was afraid of this way? So, I mean, that's my two cents on it. I want y'all to have a good one. I love y'all so much for listening. Thank you for coming back every week. I mean, every time I look at the numbers, I'm always just so elated. Um, I love you guys. And yeah, we'll be back, of course, tomorrow with another episode. Or maybe, I don't know. Wait, I might use this as a Sunday episode since technically Kayan was my guest. I don't know. I'm filming it on a Thursday. My life must twist turned upside down. Um, so this will either be posted on Saturday or Sunday. Y'all don't know. It's this Y'all know how the show go. All right. Um, make sure that you leave a review. Make sure that you follow me on social media, that you share, like, subscribe, encourage other people to listen to the podcast. And I, of course, will be back with two episodes every week. And I love you. Goodbye.